When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are not poor due to a lack of opportunity. We're going live. We'll do it live. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. Good morning, everybody. It's Friday, Friday after Thanksgiving. I waddled my fat button here to do this show for you. How the hell are you? <laughs> How was your Thanksgiving, guys? How was your Thanksgiving? Look, hey, get get this. Nurse chick's in the house here. Look at this. Good morning, chat. Happy Black Friday. That's racist. Um, yes, it is Black Friday. Nurse chick and I, we went and we ran, we ran the turkey trot yesterday, the Grand mm-hmm. Junction turkey trot 5k race and uh we did pretty good nurse chick you know she's just getting into this running thing and i told her i said look i'm gonna try to win this whole thing baby i'm gonna try to win this whole damn thing so i said i'm not running with you (laughs) and i didn't and i ran that some bish that's we're not at the eight minute mark i ran that some bish at uh officially a six minute 57 second pace i think that's the fastest i've ever ran and uh, my my Fitbit said it was six minute fifty nine pace, but they're the official, you know, based on crossing the line, and you know we have our our you know our bib numbers and stuff like that. Crossing the line, they said it was six fifty seven. So I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take it. So we earned our turkey day yesterday. We earned our turkey day in the morning, uh, guys. You guys need to check out the book. So I have, uh, my son wanted me to, uh, he wanted to buy something the other day. He's like, dad, is there something I could do for 20 bucks? Dad, I need something for 20 bucks. I said, yeah, I have an assignment for you. I want you to read my new book. I just got it. And I just got it. You know, there's, there's some mistakes in this one, right? Cause it was the, uh, the proof version. And, uh, I want you to read it. And after every chapter, I want you to give me a, a an oral, you know, book report on what the chapter was about. And uh, he, he he found another goddamn mistake like last night. I was like, oh, my God. So I went through, updated that stuff, re-uploaded the manuscript to, to Amazon. It's like, I swear to God, when you guys get this book, even though it's been through like four or five people's eyes, there's still going to be problems with it. I, I swear to it. Uh, but I'm just human. Okay. I'm, I'm human. That's how, that's how it is. Um, all right, guys. That's what we're talking about today. We're talking about – I had somebody um, – this week, someone was looking at, I had a couple of people complain about this on Facebook. They're like, oh, you lost me at the beginning of your episode because you don't just immediately start talking about your topic. And I'm like, you can fast forward, man. You know, like what, whatever, whatever. But people get upset that I'm not immediately just jumping into the topic at hand. Um, like join the live, join the discussion, maybe a little bit. Here we go. We got some questions here. Hey, what's up? Good morning, Miles. Kamal, 3% Brother Kamal, would you rate this book above Think and Grow Rich? 
No, I wouldn't. Think and Grow Rich is, I think, is better than this book because Think and Grow Rich really goes into depth on all this stuff, right? It's a much thicker book. There's a lot more involved with it and a lot more examples in that. This book is very, a, a very much a bare bones, no BS book. These are the steps it takes, right? That's that's what I like about this book. It's just the simplicity of it. But as far as a better book, I think Think and Grow Rich is a better book. Full show. Good morning, CW. What's up, man? All right. So anyway, let's talk about this before the uh, the Facebook people start crying. Um, so we're on chapter three of my series on uh, the science of getting rich by Wallace D. Waddles. Right. It's part of a trilogy, but we're only going to be talking about the science of getting rich. Okay, it's classic trilogy written in 1910. So some of these concepts are are pretty dated. Okay, so I'll call out some of these some of these older concepts or some of the things that he was thinking about at the time. They might make more sense when you understand that he wrote it at the turn of the century, right? He he wrote it in 1910. Um, like the 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 first airplane was just invented like seven years previously. You see what I'm saying? So. So some of his ideas are, you're like, man, that's pretty old school, but that's because it was written, you know, a long time ago. Uh, so that keep that in mind. And then like, like the other chapters, I'm not going to read you the book. Okay. I'm going to go chapter by chapter, just go through some of the key concepts. All right. So before we get into that though, we're going to make the Facebook people cry. Be sure to like subscribe, hit those notifications guys. And guys, thank you for sounding off in the live chat today. Whether you're on Facebook or YouTube, sound off in the live. That helps these shows go by much smoother. Um, send super chats. That helps support the show probably more than anything else. In fact, I think we have one already. We've got Brother Nathan set this $2 super chat. You're not, the, you're not at the eight-minute mark, but we'll give you this one. We'll give you this one. Let's see here. Yeah, Nathan's the man, $2 super chat. Thank you so much, man. All right, so the first concept in chapter three here. Uh, chapter three is basically the title of today's episode. Uh, the op Is opportunity monopolized, right? So he talks about the an abundance of opportunities. He says opportunities are abundant and individuals are not kept poor due to a lack of chances. Even if certain paths seem closed, there are always alternative channels open for those willing to explore. So when I talk about an old idea, right? So one of the first things he says is, is uh, not being able to get into the railroad business, get into the old railroad business, right? He says, you know, at the time of the, the, this writing, uh, railroads were still pretty big. They were still, you know, kind of a big deal, turn of the century. Uh, you know, the late 1800s is really when railroads became you know such a big thing you know what i mean and they're largely monopolized they were largely a monopolized business at the time but he was saying that at the time of the writing of his book that electric railroads were just starting up they were in their infancy so he says hey look there's an opportunity there if you want to get to the railroad business like you can't get into the traditional railroad business because it's that's saturated the market's saturated but you can get to the electric railroad business, right? Uh, underground tunnels, light rail, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Subway systems. You could have gotten into something like that. Got your foot in there. 
fit in their door. And he says, um, he was talking about how you could potentially, he was saying, you know, there's, there's probably going to be an opportunity for air travel, right? It, he, it was like a, 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 a novel idea at the time because air airplanes had just been invented like seven years before this book came out. So he says, you know, so airlines weren't a big deal yet. Wright Brothers just invented the first airplane, but he talks about looking at opportunities that haven't been tapped yet, right, but are still related. So maybe not railroad transportation, but another form of transportation like air could be something you could get into, right? So you guys sort of think outside the box, you know, what hasn't been done yet? What is something, what is something different that you could be doing? You got to kind of look at it like um, I, I I think about this a lot in the podcast space because the podcast market is very saturated, it is like monumentally saturated. <laughs> but it's like, well, what could I do slightly different? What could I do slightly different? Right. The next concept is uh, adaptation to change. So he says the tide of opportunity shifts and uh, shifts with time and societal needs. Success comes to those who align themselves with current trends and changing landscapes, such as the current focus on agriculture and related industries. So at the, at the time of this writing, you know, there was a big agricultural boom, right? This was before the dust bowl. <laughs> so he talks about, you know, working for a steel mill, steel mill probably won't lead you to owning the mill, but if you act in the certain way, Remember this, if you guys have been following along the previous the previous episodes about this, the certain way, if you act in the certain way, you may be led to something more lucrative, like buying a farm and producing foodstuffs, he says, foodstuffs. At the time of this writing, there was a lot of opportunity in farming. That was before the Dust Bowl, obviously. <laughs> but he said, becoming a farmer in the certain way would certainly make someone rich, at least at the time of this writing. It could, right? He says, getting the farmland itself is possible if you work in the certain way. He also talks about the opportunity for businessmen who sell equipment to farmers. This is a, actually a good thing to think about because like during the gold rush, it wasn't necessarily all the people that ran out and mined gold that made it rich. It, it was really the guys that went out and opened up hardware stores and sold the miners pickaxes and stuff. Those guys made it rich <laughs> because they were selling stuff to the guys that were trying to make it rich doing this other thing. They were doing things in the certain way. He says it's important to move with the tide of opportunity or trends instead of going against it. Look at what Rolo and Mike Sartain are doing with Access Vegas right now, right? Obviously, the trend in the in the men's podcast space is moving away from uh, home podcast studios and moving into studios with a table and white claws and hues. Oh, we're past the eight-minute mark. And 304s. And uh, that's that's what's making people big, right? You got to get yourself a table and you got to get yourself a, a table full of, of 304s. Got to occasionally get mad at one of them and throw them off your podcast. That is the key. That is the trend right now. <laughs> and Rolo and Mike are getting in on that. Um, so, the, yeah, the, obviously the trends go to panel shows and hoes. 
So they're they're hopping on that trend instead of fighting it. Now, the difference between what Rolo's doing, Rolo and Mike are doing, and what like say they're doing on on whatever or or Fresh and Fit is they're not just getting mad at these 304s and holding them accountable. They're actually having, you know, discussions about this stuff, right? They're having discussions about hypergamy, about um about evolutionary psychology. It's actually more educational. There just happens to be hoes on the show, right? So that's what they're doing differently, <laughs> right? To to go, uh, you know, you know, for the abundance of opportunities thing, right? Rich Cooper's getting in on this game now. Rich Cooper's getting in on this game now. Have you guys noticed? He was railing. Yeah, I love Rich Cooper. I'm not trying to crap on Rich Cooper. Just something that's glaringly obvious. He was complaining earlier this year about the man swamp and how guys are bringing girls on their shows and bringing women into the space and how that's such a bad idea. And now he hosts a ladies night himself. And just the other night, Rich Cooper threw a girl off his podcast. So guys, <laughs> there's a trend here. Hey, speaking of, of panel shows and, and hoes, we got, we got Sergio with purple pill podcast. What's up, brother? <laughs> hey, we got some super chats here. CW hope everyone. Hope everyone had a uh, happy Thanksgiving and got fat and happy. Now get back to the gym and work it off. Damn right. You get, you get this here. Hold on. Let's see here. I'm just going to say it. This guy fucks. Am I right? Yes, definitely fucks with that comment. Um, and then we've got Ed with a $5 super sticker. Ed, we're going to say this one. We're, we're going to give you, we're, we're going to give you Elena's shame. This horse. Yes, we've got to shame these horse with $5 super chat. Thank you so much. <laughs> it it is ironic to see from Rich of all people. It is. <laughs> I know. I need to get some 304s. You know what? Um so next week's podcast is uh Mark Singh. I don't know if you guys know who Mark Singh is. Mark Singh's going to be on Monday's episode. And then the week after that, I, I have, uh, they're actually not 304s, but I've, I've got Elena from Elena's Bars Fitness and I've got Coco, uh, Mrs. Producer, Glenn Lawrence's wife. They they came on the show. So they're they're going to be on, uh, was it the, the, not the 27th, but the 4th, December 4th, those guys are going to be on. So I occasionally have the whamming on my show, <laughs> but I don't give them white claws and kick them up. All right. So what are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about, uh, we were talking about Access Vegas and stuff like that. Guys, be sure to follow me on social media. The links are in the description for that. Get on the email list, guys. List.comeonmanpod.com. Not only do you get 20 dating app openers, not only do I mail you stickers, but you can now get a chapter, a free chapter from my, uh, my upcoming book, Everything I wish I knew when I was 18. It's the chapter on the four ways to meet women. The four ways to meet women. So definitely get on that. And speaking of the book, you can still get the Kindle edition of my book for only 99 cents at books.comeonmanpod.com. The paperback, the hardcover, and the special edition all drop on December 11th. And I've also got the Gumroad uh, page set up for autographed copies. I'm going to make that live on December 11th as well. You guys are going to be able to get autographed copies. The autographed copies of the paperback and the special edition will be the same cost as Amazon. All right. So if you guys would rather have a, a an autographed copy, same price. 
And the hardback version of the autograph copy is less expensive than Amazon because Amazon marks the hell up of their, their hardback edition. So um, if you want to get the hardback edition, get the autograph copy because it's going to be less expensive. Okay. So check that out, guys. And uh, and meanwhile, do me a solid. Do me a solid. Get the Kindle edition. It's only 99 cents. That actually helps boost us in the, the Amazon algorithm. That's what allowed me to be an Amazon number one bestseller already. And guys, this isn't a Black Friday deal. This is an entire month of November deal. Get the Practical Law of Attraction course for 30% off with code THANKFUL2023. I've got it pinned uh, at the top there in uh, of the chat on, on YouTube, but I'll drop it in the chat now while we play this commercial. Are you struggling to find a good quality woman? They are very rare indeed these days. If you spend any time at all watching content in the men's podcast space, or you spend time on dating apps or going out to clubs. You're seeing low-quality, promiscuous women. You're finding women with daddy issues and personality disorders. Or a myriad of other red flags and you are frustrated. I get it, brother, but what if I were to tell you that the reason why you're only seeing these types of women is because of your mindset, because of your paradigm. We get what we focus on in life and you have trained your mind to focus on the type of women that you don't want. So those are the types of women that keep showing up for you again and again. Let's change that mindset today. If you're a guy looking to attract high quality, submissive women into your life, then I've got the perfect solution for you. And let me tell you, brother, it's all about mindset. That's right, you've got to reprogram your thinking to focus on the type of women you do want. That's where my Practical Law of Attraction course comes in. It's packed with proven psychology-based techniques that will help you manifest your dream woman. Trust me, you won't find this stuff anywhere else. Explained in such a simple, easy to use way. And let me tell you, when you start using these methods, you'll be amazed at how quickly things start changing for you. Picture this, you're out on the town, feeling confident and magnetic. All the women are drawn to you like moth to a flame. And best of all, you're attracting the type of women that are submissive and high quality. It's not that they weren't there before, it's that you weren't aware of them before. My course will teach you how to be more hyper aware of the kind of women that you actually want. It will teach you to believe that you're the most attractive man around. And when you believe it, you'll carry yourself that way. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for my course today. Visit loa.comeonmanpod.com. That's loa.comeonmanpod.com. Start living the life you've always dreamed of. Don't miss out on this opportunity to up your game and find the woman of your dreams. The law of attraction is nothing without action. So what are you waiting for? Act now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Act now, guys. Act now. Uh, let me turn this off here. What am I even doing with my life? There we go. <laughs> oh, what does Sergio say? Women equal clicks. Yeah, dudes love tits, guys. <laughs> Tits and curls, tits and girls. One of the guys on my in my ship when I was in the Navy, he was saying that he's like, man, guys see some some tits, a smile, and some some curls. He's talking about curly hair. He's like, they just get all they just get all Twitter painted. 
Yes, women equal clicks. No one cares what regular dudes think unless you're rich as fuck and can show it off and then show how you did it. LOL. Internet is all fake. Internet's all kayfabe. It's kayfabe. It's all pro wrestling guy. Internet's not real. All right. So the next concept, guys, next concept in the book, right? The science of getting rich is uh, individual responsibility. Individuals are not held back by external factors, but by their own actions and mindset. Taking responsibility for one's choices and actions is critical for personal and financial success. He says, uh, he says factory workers, right? They're not stuck there by their bosses. They can leave anytime they want, right? If you're in a job you hate right now, you can literally quit. Okay, no one's holding you there. You're like, oh, well, I got bills to pay and stuff like that. Yeah, but no one's holding you there, right? No one's holding you there. I lay it out. I lay it out in my book, my book that's coming up. Uh, I have a chapter called Anyone Could Be Rich, right? And it has nothing to do with the law of attraction, right? I have a whole chapter on how anyone could be rich, has nothing to do with the law of attraction. It's largely based on the Dave Ramsey method. And I break that down. It's actually one of the one of the more lengthier chapters. And I talk about how to get to a place where you don't need your job, right? You don't need your job. And it's all about developing a, an emergency fund, basically an FU fund, right? You can, you save up till you have six months worth of savings. And, and then if you're, you don't like your job, you can say, Hey, F you, I quit. And you have money to float you until you get your next job. Okay. That's financial freedom. Talk about that in my book. Um, and it's actually, anybody can do it. Literally anyone could do it. You'd be like, well, I will work paycheck to paycheck. Look, <laughs> how bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? Okay. There's a way to do it. I actually break it down the book. Okay. Now, if you're sitting there, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Well, that's your mindset. That's your mindset talking. <laughs> okay. You can't, if you think you can, you think you can't, doesn't matter. You're right. You're right either way. Right. If you think you can do it, you'll do it. Okay. It's mindset. It's up here. It's in your, it's in your brain. So factory workers are not stuck there by their bosses. They can leave any time, right? You hear this a lot from people on the left, you, hear, you know, not to get all political, but they complain about banks and rich people holding the man down, right? You hear this from certain ethnic groups like BLM talking about how they're oppressed or whatever. It's all nonsense. It's all nonsense, okay? Their own mindsets are keeping them where they are, all right? They could choose at any moment to do something else, but they choose to be victims, I had this conversation once, man, years ago. I was working at a factory. I was working at a factory, and there was this guy talking about, you know, systemic racism or whatever, and how people in the hood, they're they're poor and they have they don't have any opportunities. I'm like, dude, I grew up as a poor white boy, you know. I had the same. What I decided to do is I left for the military, right? Left for the military so that I could get college money because I couldn't afford college. Like the guys in the ghetto hood can literally do the same thing. <laughs> you know, they have the same opportunity. They could, and in fact, there was a lot of guys in the Navy from like really bad neighborhoods that got in the military just to get out of those neighborhoods, you know, like they literally have the same opportunity. Okay. Um, but it's their mindset holding them back, telling them they can't. So they could choose at, at, at any moment to do something else, but they choose to be victims. MGTOW losers do the same thing. MGTOW losers and black pill doomers, you hear them pissing and moaning online about modern women and, and how all these modern women need to be held accountable. And it's all these, these women's faults that I can't be happy. Like, that's nonsense. 
That's absolute nonsense. You choose, you can choose to level up and get better with women and how to use hypergamy to your advantage is possible. I teach it like every day on the damn podcast. Okay. But they choose to be victims. They want to be victims. You see, it's all up here. Now he says people could change their circumstances as soon as they start doing things in the certain way. The certain way. Spoiler alert has to do with mindset and taking responsibility, taking accountability, right? Got to hold women accountable. No, hold yourself accountable. All right. Hold yourself accountable. Your date didn't work out well for you. What did, what could you have done better? You understand? What could you have done better? He says the law of wealth is the same for everybody. The law of wealth is the same for everybody. Okay. That now that's the thing about capitalist societies, right? We all have the same opportunities. We don't have the same outcomes because not everybody takes advantage of the same opportunities. You see what I'm saying here? You go to a communist country where like all these, you know, the left wingers like, oh, let's make it all socialist. Let's 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 spread out the wealth. Let's make everybody, you know, let's hand out the money to everybody. Then you have equal poverty. <laughs> right? You have e out equal outcome. Everyone ends up poor, okay? Except for the elites at the top of the top of the food chain. Those guys are rich, right? Everyone else, the regular people are living in poverty. So, what would you rather have? What would you rather have? Right? Got to think about that. Got to think about that. All right. Man, last little bit of Last little bit of plugs, and then we'll, we'll really get into the meat here. Guys, join the beer club, beer.comeonmanpod.com. Now you get a free, you get a free uh, PDF copy of the Kindle edition of the of the book if, when you join. It's, it's available for download as soon as you sign up, and it's only ten bucks a month. Good group of dudes. Next meetup, I haven't announced yet, but it's probably going to be here in the first or second week of December. Probably the second week of December. Um, and then we just had we had a new sign up today. So, uh, it, but it's a good group of dudes. Guys need this for our mental health, right? And then I also have one-on-one -on -one coaching available at gumroad.comonmanpod.com. All right. So, Waddle says that we have inexhaustible riches. That's the next concept. We have inexhaustible riches. The idea that there is an abundance of riches in the world, both visible and invisible, is a foundational principle of this book. The universe is seen as a source of limitless resources and individuals can tap into this abundance. Okay. And that's the, that's really a big thing here. A lot of guys think that there's not enough to go around. There's not enough to go around. That's not true. There's more than enough to go, go around. Right. But not everybody wants the same things. <laughs> and that's another thing you gotta understand too. Not everybody wants the same thing. Not everyone wants to be a multi-billionaire. Sometimes they just want to be a millionaire and that's okay for them. Sometimes they just want to make $70,000 a year and live comfortably in uh, you know, a smaller house or whatever, live minimalistically. It's like people just want different things. Okay. So that's that's kind of a, a benefit. He says there's no shortness of the supply of riches. Palaces like the White House, he says. Palaces like the White House could be built for every family on earth from the building material found in the United States alone. He says we could produce enough wool, cotton, linen, and silk to clothe everyone on earth if we wanted to. Okay, The visible supply of stuff is practically inexhaustible, and the invisible supply really is inexhaustible. Now, this is an interesting concept. Right. Because a lot of I think a lot of people might 
be shocked to believe that they or they 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 probably don't believe that, right? You hear stuff about fossil fuels. Oh, we're running out of fossil fuels. We're running out of oil. We're running out of oil. We're running out of coal, right? So we got to we got to come up with sustainable sustainable energy and stuff. Well, he argues that if we think that we're out of it, we won't be. Like if we need more, more will be produced. That's what he that's what he argues. That's what he argues. <laughs> Is that true or not? I don't know. I don't know. That's what he says. Because he says that this is the next concept, formless substance and creative energy. That's the next concept, right? The concept of formless, formless substance with intelligent and creative energy underlines the principles that life seeks to expand, express itself more fully. This energy is the driving force behind the constant creation of new forms. He asserts that everything is made of the same original substance. And it is, if you think about it, <clears throat> right? Scientists believe that uh, the Big Bang happened. Big Bang happened. Everything, all matter existed at one point in a, in a, in a, a particle as big as the end of this pen here. Right. And then exploded outwards. And that created literally everything, created the stars, created uh, the planets. All that matter right there existed at one point. Right. Blew up outwards. That was the Big Bang Theory. That's what scientists think now. And so if that's the case, literally everything is made out of the same substance. Everything made out of the same substance. OK. <laughs> he says. um, New forms are being made and others dissolving, but it's all the original substance, right? So you die, you your body rots, goes into the ground, it goes back into the earth or whatever, and then you know something else is created with the same substance, right? We're all carbon-based life forms on this planet. Carbon at the end of the day, right? But if you think about it, what are we all made out of? What are we all made out of? Stardust. We're made out of cells, right? If you get down further, we're made out of atoms. And everything around you is made out of the same tiny particles and atoms as everything else, right? We got leptons, and neutrons, and, and photons, and stuff like that. We're all made out of the same shit. Hey, what's up, Mish? Good morning, brother. What time is it where you're at? Oh, I think it's you're like 12 hours. You're like 12 hours. So it's what, 8 p.m. there? Maybe it's good evening to you. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. If anything, it's harder to be white now. Ah, it's probably true. <laughs> it's very frowned upon to be white, right? <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So there's no limit to the supply of the original substance because the entire universe is literally made out of the same shit. Okay. What am I drinking? I'm drinking woo energy. I got that. I got that Ric Flair drip, baby. That's what I'm drinking. Oh, 6.30 p.m. Okay, I was close. I was close. All right. So we're all made out of atoms and particles and stuff like that. There's no supply to the original substance because the entire universe is made out of it. The spaces in, through, and between the forms of the visible universe are permeated and filled with the original substance, the raw material of all things, according to him. It's funny when you think about it this way. It's like sounds like sounds a lot like the force from Star Wars, doesn't it? He says, ten thousand times as much has been uh, has been made might still be made." That's what he says. Like, there's no ending supply of resources. He says, even then, we won't run out of the raw supply of material. He's 
and he's he's calling it a substance. They used to refer to this as the ether. Okay, they used to refer to this as the ether. I think back in the, I want to say 70s or 80s, scientists decided that there it's that you know saying things is made out of the ether is is uh, not scientific, right? So scientists don't like calling it the ether because it's you know it was disproven or something like that or it wasn't proven, I should say. And uh, but quantum science now believes it's more like an energy field that connects everything, right? They call it the quantum field. And a lot, a lot of the, the the idea of the quantum field has been uh, there's evidence for it, and they've done that with uh, what the CERN project, you know, the Large Hadron Collider. They're able to study this sort of thing, right? That's where that comes from. It's not, it's not pseudoscience bullshit, right? There's <laughs> there really is a quantum field. Okay, now whether your your thoughts can interact with that or not, I think that might be up for debate. But uh, there really is a quantum field, and there is quantum science behind some of this stuff, right? Thank you so much for stopping by at least to hit that like button. I appreciate that, man. Uh, and enjoy your, your gym workout. Hey, good morning, Brother John. Good morning to my people. All right. So, quantum field. Now, nobody is poor because there isn't enough to go around. There's way more enough. There's way more enough to go around. It's an unlimited supply. Um, the original substance is alive with creative energy and is always producing more forms, he says. Okay. And he says, uh, what is this? Oh, when the soil is ex is exhausted, new soil will be made. That's what happened during the Dust Bowl, right? I talked about the Dust Bowl because at the beginning of, of this chapter, he's talking about how you can leave the steel, steel mill and go and, and become a farmer and make foodstuffs. Well, a lot of people did that in like the early 1900s. They all went off to go be farmers. Uh, my family did that. You know, my, my mom's side of the family, they were farmers. And um, and then, uh, then there was the Great Dust Bowl of the 1930s, which, uh, you know, the soil was basically depleted and, you know, they had a major drought and all the, a lot of farms like went under during the drought. Right. And uh, the soil was bad. This whole area out here where I live. So I live um, I live in Delta County, Colorado. And if you go out 10 minutes out this way, out towards Grand Junction, there's just all desolate land out there. Right. We call it the adobes. That all used to be farmland at one point. And I guess uh, the soil was depleted out there. And now there is it's all like alkaline. And, you know, it's it's just not it's not very conducive. It's all just desert wasteland out there. But the other day, maybe a couple of months ago, a farmer bought up a big plot of it, right? Bought a big plot of this desert wasteland. And uh, and I was like, oh, it'd be good to see what this guy does with it, you know? And he's growing shit out there. He uh, I don't he tilled up the ground, started put laying down new fertilizer and everything like that. He's he's growing, um, I think he's growing corn out there, maybe. I don't know. But he's definitely he might it might just be might just be uh you know, grass. I think he might be a hay farmer, but he's growing stuff out there. So, you know, <laughs> if, uh, when the soil's exhausted, new soil will be made. That guy figured out how to do it. You know what I mean? Um, when the gold and silver is all dug up, if we need more, we'll find more. He says, that's what I was saying about the oil, right? We, we think we're, we're going to run out of oil. Well, according to Waddles, if we need more, we'll, we'll find more. It says the form of substance responds 
to the needs of man. Okay. And then the last concept here, actually, it's a concept in the whole book. It's not just in this chapter, but certain way of thinking and acting, right? Everything needs to be done in the certain way. Success is linked to a certain way of thinking and acting. Individuals are encouraged to adopt a mindset that aligns with the laws of abundance and creative energy, emphasizing positive and strategic thought patterns. So largely, if you work with the laws of the universe, your riches will be created out of this formless substance. Is that how that works? I don't know. That's not what I necessarily what I teach in my practical law of attraction course. I don't, I don't, because that's kind of woo-woo magical thinking, <laughs> right? And a lot of people dismiss it because it just sounds so fan, like it sounds like fantasy, right? Whether it's true or not, I'm not going to say it isn't true, but a lot of people just have a hard time believing it. So I don't talk about that in my law of attraction course. Because the way the law of attraction has always worked for me is that, um, you know, I set a goal for myself and I focus on that goal and I believe that I've already achieved that goal. And then what, I, what ends up happening is I just get ideas. I just get ideas like I need to do this today. I need to look this up today. I need to study this. I need to learn this new thing. Um, you know, maybe I should create a course, right? You know, whatever, right? Come up with ideas and then I act on it. When I get an idea, I act on it. And that tends to lead me towards my goal. You know, see what I'm saying? And like, it's not that it magically appeared out of, you know, the ether or, you know, the quantum field or whatever, or that formless substance formed and became, you know, my book that I wrote. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I go, but I got an idea. Hey, I need to write a book. I and, I and so I acted on that. You know what I mean? It's not like it formed out of, out of nowhere, but that's how I teach it. Right. It's all, it's all a psychology of it. And it, so I try to break it down into a practical uh, concept as opposed to more of a, a spiritual concept, right? Or quantum theory type concept. But what he what he's talking about as far as like forming things out of the out of the uh, you know the substance. If you get like if you go back the other day, I, I I did a whole thing about you know the broken breaking down the quantum science of it. They there is this thing. Uh, called the observer effect, right? Where they've noticed that particles and stuff like that are doing, you know, a myriad of things until someone focuses on it. And then they, it stopped in that moment to be measured. Right. But it's got infinite possibilities until someone focuses on it. Well, if a lot of particles did that all at once, then I mean, in, in theory, it could form. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not saying it is though. Okay. Also not saying it isn't. But that's pretty much it, guys. That's chapter three. This book is a really short book, so therefore these episodes are probably not going to be the longest episodes ever. But uh, it's a good book. And I think like if you read the whole thing, I think it's like two hours of your time or something like that. And it's really just a no BS book. It just really breaks down uh, simple concepts, right? Keeps it Keeps it down to the nuts and bolts for sure. So that's pretty much it. Uh, guys, tune in to Rule Zero tomorrow. I'm hosting since Ryan's book is coming out about dread. I think actually you can get, let me see if it, if it's here. I think it's out at least the Kindle editions out. Let me see. I'll drop a link here in the chat because Ryan's Ryan's uh, first book in the Praxeology series is really good. Uh, let's see here. Ryan stone dread. 
Yeah. Okay. So it's still only the Kindle edition, but uh, it's it's coming out, guys. Let me drop this in the chat here. All right. Praxeology Volume Two Dread is dropping, and so I got my yellow background here. Right. But I'm also hosting Rule Zero tomorrow. And what I thought we would do, since Ryan's book on Dread is coming out, is it would be good to talk about the effective and ineffective ways to implement dread right and um and i you guys have probably if you guys have ever read atomic attraction by christopher canwell i think a lot of his recommendations are ineffective so i'm going to actually compile that list of christopher canwell's and then also Royce. i, I did a whole episode on Royce's toxic dread ideas we're going to compile those all into a list and then we're going to have a discussion tomorrow on whether we think they're effective or not and, and why or why not right and since uh, Ryan's book's coming out, he's the expert on it. We'll we'll pick his brain. And tune in Monday. My guest is Mark Singh. He's the host of the wildly popular Unapologetic Man podcast on Apple and uh, Spotify. And he's a good dude. He uses NLP in his practice. And since I'm learning NLP, I wanted to pick his brain and see how that works, right? So we talk a lot about that on Monday. If you guys are curious about how that might work, definitely tune into that. We got a $10 super chat from John <laughs> for the woo-woo effect. Look, the got to have woo energy if we're going to talk about the woo-woo, right? For the woo-woo effects, you get this, man. Let's see here. Uh, let's see here. There was an epidemic of gold-digging whores in this country. Yes, we've got an epidemic of gold hours in this country. Yeah, thank you so much for the $10 super chat. Yes. Ryan's, uh, are you talking about fuck files or uh, or frame? Because frame is technically his second book. But yes, it's definitely a good book. Highly recommend it. Can't say that enough. Can't stop fluffing that Ryan Stone guy. <laughs> all right, that's all I got, guys. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you guys have a... a a, a good Thanksgiving weekend and uh, don't go out and start any fights today on Black Friday. Okay. The TV's not worth it. Uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow on rule zero. This has been the come on man podcast. Now go out and get it.